Beginning Combat Out Podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to National Podcast Post Month here on the Odd Dad Out Podcast. And I realized I haven't been giving numbers because I have no clue what order I'm releasing these in. So your guess is as good as mine. I am, for all of November, going to be talking to podcasters and possibly other creators, I don't know by this point, about podcast listening and their recommendations and all of the things that they do and what got them into it and all that shit. And if this is not the first episode this month, you know this by now. But, you know, some people don't want to listen to me every day, so I'm giving them the break. Sorry, not sorry. Today, <laughs> I have Kate Bowser Lewinga. And I'm sorry, I just had to fuck your name up as best I possibly could because <laughs> the first time I read it ever, I read Bowser. I'm like, oh, that's going to stick in my, bread, my brain forever. Yeah. <laughs> Should change your profile picture to Mario. Just the I've fuck taken. <laughs> By the way, my maiden name off of my profile <laughs> I know. deliberately, not because of the Bowerser thing, because come on, Wallinga, yeah. like, which is the funnier last name, but because <laughs> I was trying to protect the privacy of some of my relatives, but whatever, Adam, blow it yeah. out of the water. It's fine. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now I need to find that sound effect just to drop it in right there. But I have, <laughs> I have Kate Weller, as you would put it uh, so eloquently, Kate from Ignorance Was Bliss. <laughs> one word <laughs> we are here you are here okay you are there and i am here far across the world or the country whatever maps geography is weird flat earth anyway don't you just love my intros it's just the best it's the best you just have things <laughs> splattered over here and then there's some pink over here but we're gonna go with the purple to offset it <laughs> But Kate, even though I've talked about your show before and it's totally considered lazy interviewing, you tell the people out there because also, and I'm, although I've got Derek on here too, and he's talked a little about it, but tell my dear listener about what it is you do because you're, you're, you're not just doing the one thing anymore. I'm involved in three shows right now with the potential of a fourth. Because I have a problem. Um, Don't we all? Yeah, I was going to say, it's an addiction. It's a cult. It's it's a little of both. But sure, so my main show is called Ignorance Was Bliss. It has to do with the, the idea that everybody's got a story to tell and everybody's got a path that they followed to get where they are. And it may not make sense when you first think about it, but I can get you there. I can I can talk them through their story until you're like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. And that's fine if the person is talking about like, I had anxiety or I have cancer. Like you can kind of follow that, but I can also get you there if we're talking about a serial killer so that by the end of the show, you're going, yeah, I get it. That makes sense. And then you're going, shit, I didn't actually want to know that. So that's that one. I'm sneaking up on two years now of, of having, since I started that, which is amazing. And like 40 billion episodes. Um, 50, I think by now. Yeah, no, I just... So as of time of recording, I just dropped 177. So a lot. And it's because I don't have to do a, a, a fuckload of editing for each episode. Like the, the bulk of it is just me talking to somebody. And I don't do, I don't 
get it for content on that. It's just, I want you to hear the whole conversation sort of as it played. And then I do an intro and an outro and those are unscripted. So I just sort of make shit up. So, you know, it takes some time to put each one together, but not remotely the kind of time that like an audio drama or a scripted show would take. Those those are eternity in for a 30 minute episode. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, and that's just, that's just ignorance was bliss. So then you and Derek, which, which we've learned, you've uh, managed to trick him into he joining so you. He is so full into- <laughs> of shit. Jesus H. Christ. Okay. So his version of the story is that I developed this like obsession with him and I did everything I could to get him in. Here's what happened from my end is that I had an idea and I was like, Derek, are you interested in this? Because I wanted to combine aspects of true crime and psychology, which I know about, with talking about cybercrime. And I don't know as much about the internet and gamer life and, and Lizard Squad and shit like that. Like, those are things I don't know. So I wanted somebody that knew about that side and we could kind of have a conversational thing, although much more focused than Ignorance Was Bliss and much shorter, like half an hour each. And he was sort of interested, kind of. And I was like, all right, well, I just need to know. You know, because I just want to get rolling on this. And he's the one who came up with the title. So to me, that smacks of being interested anyway. And I was just kind of getting the point, like chomping at the bit, like, I want to do this. Should I ask somebody else? Because I had had a couple other people that I'd been talking to that showed some interest. And as soon as I said that, he's like, oh, no, no, I'll do it. (laughs) So sure, Derek, that's it's all me. That's not way he told I know. I heard. I've heard him over and over again, and I'm just like, so whatever. Like, okay, <laughs> okay. Two down. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's two down. So I have a third that is um, in like pre-production. We, we have like a working title and a basic concept of it, but that's going to take a whole lot from me. And so I don't want to go like in terms of my skill level is going to be peaked out on that one. So I don't want to go too far down the road of what that's going to be because I have no idea when it's going to come out. But it's basically a combination of like true crime, but not murder. Like I'm not at all. See, that's okay. There's my thing. I don't like murder porn. I think it's, I think it's shit. I think that we spend so much time talking about serial killers and blood spatter. And, you know, then he wore her head as a hat and all of that. And that's like, that's all well and good, I guess, for some people. But that's like, that's not going to happen. Like, it's not going to happen to you or anybody you know. It's super rare. And meanwhile, people aren't paying any attention to the crimes that are going to happen. You know, the domestic violence, the street theft, the, you know, insurance fraud, shit like that. Like, that's the stuff that you need to be aware of what it is and how it happens. And we have a concept that's sort of coming into place that should make that hopefully at least somewhat more interesting than just a narrative style you know who really wants to listen to a narrative talk about I don't know emotional abuse or domestic violence when they can go listen to a story about a serial killer so I like I don't know I don't know how I don't really have an elevator pitch down for that one because I'm still in really it's still in it's still a work in progress it's still it's still being workshopped or out to to work out the 
the the details of what it's going to be. Exactly. So I have a co-host and we're working on it. Um, and then number four is that a friend of mine, uh, Ian, has a podcast that is called Under the Shroud. It is like a, it's an audio drama, like a paranormal, bad behavior, demons slash. There's an element of crime there, but not really, I guess. It's more like there's white supremacists. So that's, I don't like that. But, um. But that's the point. You're not supposed to like it. And so that's his, like, entirely his baby. That's his, his, I don't, I don't, I don't have any creative input on that whatsoever. But he needed help finding, like, voice actors for it. And then nagging the voice actors and organizing it and scheduling and that kind of thing. I'm like, that's my wheelhouse. Like, I can do that. It's like, I can round people up and nag them for you. <laughs> I mean, I have four kids, right? So I could do that professionally. And so I was like, sure, sure. So on Saturday, this weekend, I posted a thing in my Facebook group. Like, is anybody interested? And I thought maybe I'd get three or four who were like, yeah, sure, I'd try it. I got 44 responses. I was one of them. <laughs> yeah, you were. So after all this crap you're doing now because you caught the, you caught the podcaster virus, what was it that originally got you listening to podcasts in the first place? I... I've been home on disability since 2014. I broke my back. And there actually, it turns out, is a limit to how many overdramatic true crime shows on oxygen and like daytime, whatever. I didn't even know. I like, I'm not good at watching TV. So I started listening to podcasts. Then my first one being a Criminal with Phoebe Judge because it was little bite-sized pieces, and then it kind of went from there. And it was cool. Like, it was super fun. And the only drawback for me was that they would a lot of times ask these questions. Um, why did this person get found not guilty by reason of insanity? Or what does it mean to be schizophrenic? Or, you know, just what the hell is that guy's problem? And I'm sitting home on my couch answering them, like, out loud, alone six months after they recorded but i knew the answer so because that was kind bit. of what you did before you, it's you exactly lived in the before. in in the the criminal brain for a long time well yeah i'm a forensic psychologist and so i i've worked with actually people at pretty much all points of the system because i've done a lot of crisis work also which is when somebody like first walks into the emergency room with some form of, you know, suicidal, homicidal thought, anxiety, substance abuse, that kind of thing. I've worked in the court system, um, assessments for uh, competency to stand trial or diagnosis or that kind of thing. And then I've worked in a prison, so I've done correctional work, which is sort of checking in with prisoners and doing assessments, but behind locked doors. So doing a podcast that actually... Now, I mean, you, you've pulled away from the traditional true crime. I know you always refer to yourself, and I've said it, and just about everybody now understands, uh, similar to other podcasting terms you have coined, <laughs> <laughs> true crime adjacent has entered the lexicon. That's me. <laughs> and that is you, and that is exactly what you, and like everything you do, really, because you, even with Life World, it's like, yeah, it's true crime. But it's not the true crime like everybody does true crime. And, but yeah, so, the, but everything you do is in that 
true crime adjacent realm. Because I mean, it is, that is your area of expertise. That is your wheelhouse. Not to sound it, I don't think I could picture you doing something that didn't at least touch in that area because it is so much of who you are. And you've even said before, it's like you have a hard time talking to somebody for very long before your brain just starts clicking into analysis of things without even trying. Yeah, it's, (laughs) I don't diagnose everybody I talk to. Like I need that out there that I just don't. But yeah, I mean, I was in, I was in school for 12 years and both during and after that I worked uh, before I broke my back, it was like another 10 or 12 years in the field. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how you not. Because it kind of comes up. It's like like anything. I think like when you've been really immersed in podcasting for a while and then you start listening, I don't know, to TV or you listen to another podcast or you just listen to your kids. And there's times where you're like, this would make a good show, but you should word it this way. You know, or that would sound better without the without the background track or whatever. <laughs> that's what the podcaster brain starts doing to you. You start producing everything you hear. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and so, like, I start psycho, not psychoanalyzing, that's not the right word, but I start psychologizing <laughs> something, everything. So from not the right word to not sure if that's a word. <laughs> it's not a word at all. No, no, no. I'm just making it up. But that's my thing. As you just said, I make words up. Yes, you make up words and people accept them. <laughs> <laughs> people accept your words for some reason i don't know about me but apparently the canadian broadcasting corporation accepts my words like jesus christ so because i'm trying to i'm trying to gauge and i realized that by by interviewing other podcasters the numbers are severely skewed i got surprised yesterday but generally the numbers seem to skew high like how many podcasts do you listen to fairly regularly? Okay. I, that's not an American answer for me. And here's why. On my podcatcher, I have subscriptions to probably 100, give or take. That includes shows that have pod faded. That includes shows that I have a subscription to because I want to throw a bone to my friends, but I'm never going to listen. <laughs> and I got some of those. Yeah. I, I have a lot of those and shows that I used to listen to, but I have lost interest in and shows that I obsessively listen to the second they come out. Like there's a whole mix in there, but the reason that I can't give a really solid number, like I can't estimate like how many do I actually listen to is because I binge. So in the past week I've listened I think to three shows, but I have listened to those shows. Like I've listened the fuck out of those shows because I, I plug it in and I just binge the whole thing. I think some shows are better for that, especially like audio dramas are really good for that. And I, I'll do the same thing when there's like a new, cause I've had, I've been like on an audio drama kick for a little while now. And whenever there's like another audio drama that I get into, I'll go back and I'll listen to the whole thing. I tend to binge it in chunks. I won't spend like every day for a week because I'm subscribed to 90 plus podcasts and that's a lot to get through my week, even at double speed. And if I have to cram in seven hours of listening to this new show, 
even like in audio dramas, I listen to at regular speed because they've got all that production value and the, the, the sound design and the, the, the bed music and all that stuff. And that all gets really, it, it throws off the vibe of the show if you're listening to that at double speed. And so I listen to those at regular speed, which then eats away at the other, the time spent on listening to all the other shows that I want to get to through the course of my week. So I might only do uh, like two or three episodes, maybe four, if it's like a shorter show in a night and then go on to my next, my regular listening habits. But during my week, it was like, no, I've got a 70 other shows I've got to listen to right now. So getting all that wedged in. And again, those are at double speed. Yeah. I just plow through. I just pick one. And so I only, I only listen with any level of attention at night that during the day I'm either working on my own or I'm reading or I'm dealing with children. And so all of that is not especially conducive to podcast listening. So it's not until I turn off the lights at night that that's when I plug something in. And I have my podcatcher set up so it only plays two hours at a time and then it, it'll stop and I have to restart it because I have chronic insomnia. And so I have to be able to fall asleep in the middle of an episode and know that like I only have to back up so far to find out where, where I was when I when I left off. But yeah, I just I put one in. So I've been what I'll do often is if somebody's coming on my show and I've never heard them before, I will at least binge a couple you know to see where where it's at where, what what are they like do i want to stick with this and often i end up you know they're coming on my show i kind of like them or after they come on my show i'm like yeah okay we're best friends now and so there it goes and so the the latest one that i've been i just caught up and so of course they're still releasing episodes which is kind of unacceptable to me is the, uh, the show cutting class which is two high school history teachers and it's it's in ways, it's comparable to the dirty bits. You know, they're talking about the sides of history that you don't normally hear. It's just a different perspective, less scripted. So you tend to binge, but you also tend to do all of the things. And you also, because you have this huge community behind you, and there's a lot of podcasters in your group and a lot of podcasters in your social circles. So I know, like you, you said, some of them you're subscribed to friend shows, even though you won't list, you don't really listen to them. But of all of the things, of all of the craziness, what would you say is your favorite show? No. <laughs> I know. That's another asshole question. I'm not. I, no. Flat out no. Okay. Nope. Nope. I'm not being super restrictive on this one. I've gotten multiple answers from just about everybody. Because nobody can pick a favorite. A Adam, Take no a means pick. No. <laughs> Like, you do not have affirmative consent. Like, no. <laughs> I won't do it. Like, I also won't answer that question to which is my favorite episode of my own show. I like, couldn't I, do that, but, you know. I can't do it. I suck, so that's a whole other thing. But because my whole point of this is giant info dump, and you're going to get just as mad with the next question if you... If you <laughs> No, I'm not mad at it. I just, okay, here's part of the issue. Like, it's, I know it's hard to pick. Uh, well, it's hard to pick, but also these people have become legitimately friends of mine. Like these are not just like my, the other podcasters. Like I was comparatively isolated before I started podcasting for lots of reasons. But, you know, when you break your back and you sit on the couch for several months and then you adopt a child 
again, without, without really consent, you know, against your will that like your life falls apart. And I really didn't have all that many social connections. And so when I started podcasting, I, div- I, I totally didn't expect to make friends. Like that was a complete shock to me. And so now like on Fridays on Twitter, there's this follow Friday thing. And I hate it. I hate it so much because I'm terrified of forgetting somebody. And as soon as I hit enter, I'm like, oh, shit. It's like I did. Okay. I did it today with you because Apple started a thread of like, who are you podcasting friends or whatever? Like, I don't know how they did it. But so I, I just, I just did it off the top of my head until I ran out of characters. And then I was like, oh, ruminating, like, oh, I forget all these people. And so I'm going to start again. And so I did a second one. And again, I forgot people like I forgot you. And I was like, shit, like mm, it. <laughs> so there's that. There's like, these are legitimate friends. How do you, how do you measure there are there are podcasts that I don't listen to, but I know what an important role they play in the person's life. And so I love that podcast, even though I've never listened to a second of it. Do you know what I mean? And there are others where I listen the second it drops, but I almost don't want to admit I do because it's kind of a shit show, you know? <laughs> so like they're all over the place. So no. So... I, I feel like the last question, the formal last question, and for me, this is the big one of all of the, the reason for all of my recommendations is if you had to recommend, had to, one, one podcast to somebody as their first time listening, besides yours, what would it be? And this doesn't have to be like a favorite thing, but like I've gotten answers where it's, I want to suggest something that is going to be fairly neutral or something where it's just like the, what do you think is a great first listening, like first time that you think you would suggest to somebody to get into podcasts? I mean, criminal worked for me. And the reason it worked for me is that it's not, murder porn it's all of the map in terms of topics and it's short episodes and so you can kind of dip in and dip out and you're not committing yourself to a whole lot so i guess <laughs> it would go with that one but here's another thing to you know to back up to the prior answer about can't choose one a lot of podcasters self-included to go along with that imposter syndrome is that terror of what if nobody names me and so i'm not going to name anybody else and now we're equal do you know what i mean like (laughs) it's terrifying but i mean primal's really good um and anything like pick your wheelhouse pick your pick something that you're already interested in but pick one that is not a serial show and I don't mean the podcast serial. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, are we talking about serialized or like the actual quote unquote serial? No, not the, <laughs> not the show serial, although that's fine. It's, it's thoroughly produced and blah, blah. No, I mean, pick one that is not a several episode story to start, because I think it can get really overwhelming to think I'm one eighth 
or one tenth or one fiftieth of the way through the show. Like I can't make that kind of commitment for a medium. I'm not really sure I can fit into my life. So instead, pick one that is episodic, that in the span of whether it's a half an hour or an hour and a half or whatever the episode is, you're going to hear a start to finish story. And that'll give you a much better sense of, is this a thing you can do? Because listening to podcasts itself is sort of a lifestyle change. Yeah. And you don't think about it before. You're like, oh, I'm listening to this thing instead of maybe listening to the radio. And then you realize you stop listening to the radio and you stop listening to music. And next thing you know, you've got a hundred something odd podcast that you're <laughs> subscribed to and every element of your life. Suddenly you care more about listening to the podcast than watching TV and doing all of the things because there's so much more and you get so emotionally, and especially once you do get into those long form stories and you get emotionally invested in these shows or even something like with you where you get emotionally invested in the host and there's that, that transparency that you have where in your case, when your dad died, everybody knew it became a, a very notable part of your show for a pr- pretty substantial chunk of time. And it's, it's just like with me here, the show is about me. If you're listening to this show for anything other than whatever the hell drew you to listen to me, it's like the, the, the show is me and your show is you. But at the end of the day, you are the draw. It, it's a funny line because I wonder sometimes about that, about so, uh, I'm, I'm stumbling over my own words because I'm having like six thoughts at once. But so in, in April when my dad died, but also right before that for, for like two weeks, I had a tooth, I had a molar snap off and I couldn't speak clearly enough to be understood. But I had a bunch of backlogged episodes which you know, because you did one of them, where I I sent them out to friends and between A, I can't speak clearly, and then B, I had oral surgery, and then C, my dad died and I was out of my fucking mind. And so all of this stuff meant that I just, I couldn't keep production going, but the the podcast has been sort of my anchor. It's like the, the, the aspect of my life that is mine. Not when I'm being mom, not when I'm being wife, not when I'm being any of the other things I am, but that just, this is me. And, and you getting me in a fairly unfiltered way. And so I didn't want to let it go. And so I sent out these conversations that I'd had with people out to my friends to say, can you record an intro and an outro for me? Because I really want to keep it rolling, but I can't speak to do it right now. And people did. And that was great. And that was amazing. But I've, I've often wondered, like, could somebody else do the whole conversation? And Derek actually suggested it very recently because I I had oral surgery two weeks ago and I'm showing signs that I might be rejecting the implant, the bone graft, which I hope is not true, but it's within the realm of my possibility. And so I posted like sort of to put people on alert, like I might need help again. And several people answered and then Derek answered and he was like, why don't you just randomly pair up two people to talk and run that? And I had kind of an existential crisis about that, especially because somebody, I, I, a listener sent me this like incredibly outraged, <laughs> I'm so sorry, this isn't funny, but it's funny. I got this incredibly outraged DM from a listener who is in the group which my Facebook group is amazing and everybody needs to join it because it is the best place ever. 
But she was just like, how dare he say that? That dick doesn't understand how much of you you bring to the show. And is he really suggesting that you don't need to be a part of your podcast? And I was like, whoa, like, oh, yo, tits. Did we skip the Ativan today? Because holy <laughs> shit. Because I was like, look, like there are some people out there in the world who could say something like that. And I would interpret it as like, I, you know, he's implying that I don't need to be a part of the show. And I could see that. Like once she said that, I had this, this period of time of like, shit, like existential crisis time. Like how crucial am I to my own show? And how much of it is just the setup and the... You know, the, the fact that I have created this format that's unusual. And the answer is, yeah, it's my show. It's me. Yeah. So at, at the end of the day, I mean, it's, it is your show. And even if, even if somebody stepped in, in your place to do, to help out with doing episodes in your absence, it would not be the same. And nobody could do this show the way you can do this show. And, and in part, because Nobody can get into people's brains and, and, and get people to open up and, and tell the stories that you can. I can get people to talk shit like you can get people to open up all of their psyche. <laughs> you come here to talk shit. You get to go to you to, to empty out all of the things in your brain that you didn't realize you needed to get out of your brain. <laughs> right. And I mean, that's the thing is that I, I'm not trying to get into the therapisty way, but I think that people know that like... For one, I'm not going to judge because you live your life. I live mine and we're fine. For another, there is no possible way that you out there, if you're sitting in your own home, are going to tell me something where I'm going to be like, oh, fuck. Now I, now do I totally judge. Like you just went over the pale. Like I have, I have sat in the room with a serial killer. So (laughs) fucking bring it, you know, like it's, it's hard to shake my tree in that sense. And, and yeah, like so I was very lucky to have friends that did the intros and outros and they did a great job. And like, that was super helpful. Before we go, tell my listener, Paul, where, (laughs) where we can find you. Okay. Uh, several places. So I, my main show is called ignorance was bliss. It is at IWB podcast and uh, everywhere. All of the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook places. And people can totally join my Facebook group even if they don't listen to the show because it is just like, I don't care. I don't check. So that's the thing. Uh, my next show is called Life World, all one word. And that's with Derek. And we talk about cyber crimes and sort of the interaction between the internet and the life world, right? The, the, the rest of our actual physical lives. And I've been helping out Ian with a audio drama called Under the Shroud. I don't have anything invested in that except that it's the first long-form audio drama I've ever listened to. So, there you go. Alright. And you can find me at odddadoutpodcast.com of course, at odddadout on all the social media places. I'm, I'm, I'm only given all of the spiel for some of these because I'm sure you're going to be tired of it yesterday. So until tomorrow, oddballs, thank you and good night.